Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 20th of March 2021, and the title of this episode is Finding the Balance. Do you ever pay much attention to music in computer games? Some people go a bit further than that and seek out the music to listen to even when they're not playing. This week's quirky stats come from the UK retailer Game. They've been investigating the most popular computer game songs on Spotify. The top song is Legends Never Die, and in fact the top three songs are all League of Legends. Game estimates that people listening to Legends Never Die have earned Riot Games nearly three quarters of a million pounds, based on public royalty information. In fourth place is the song Megalavonia from the classic indie Undertale. I hope this is right, because game estimates that that track might be worth quarter of a million quid. Oh, I hope so. A computer game soundtrack that we're yet to discover is the one from Dark Alliance. We now have a release date for that over-the-shoulder adventure, and that's June. Dark Alliance will be Wizards of the Coast's first D&D computer game. They made it. Well, okay, they made it because they bought Took, the the game's developers, but Hasbro have made Wizards of the Coast the organisation's digital powerhouse. We should expect more D&D computer games in the next few years. As a reminder of my audio EXP thought starter, do you think D&D 6th edition will be a paper book-led project or a digital one? It feels like a busy week this week. And there's been the sort of stories that mean I tend to spend time stopping idiotic comments appearing on the blog. So, let's take a look, shall we? White Wizard Games is no more. The company is doing well. Revenue is up 20%, but they've renamed themselves to Wise Wizard Games. Why? Well, CEO Debbie Moynihan says it was due to feedback from fans and the company's development. But we can guess, though, can't we? White Wizard might be a reference to Gandalf, but political tension has somewhat hijacked the adjective. Ironically, the people most likely to moan about Wise Wizard Games dropping the word white are probably the same people who introduced some toxicity to it in the first place. In very similar news, Legendary Games have decided to delist their entire Far East RPG range. In this context, D-list means getting in touch with the retailers to ask that the digital products are taken offline. The decision comes about after they announced a Pathfinder 2nd edition supplement called Asian Spell Compendium. Sometimes I learn about world news through the RPG lens, and this is what happened here. In America, there have been some targeted killings of Asian Americans. My readings tell me that this is a reaction to COVID-19, which some racists over there call the China virus. I I can't quite get my head around it, but I can see why any publisher might want to review all their products inspired by or even based on any Asian mythology to make sure that they are happy with it. And Legend Games did just that in response to concerns about the timing and the title of Asian Spell Compendium, and they found themselves wanting very quickly, they apologised and took action. Now, I'm not a mind reader, but the action was decisive and the apology seemed sincere. I am not Asian, 
so I don't get to accept or re refuse the apology. But I think they did the right thing. And on the subject of doing the right thing, there's Prosperity, a game on Kickstarter in which you're running a tea shop. If export rules allow, your game might even arrive with some tea. I spoke to Avon Gonzalez, the game's designer and art director, and they told me about the sustainability ethics put into the game. Simply put, and this might be a bit awkward to hear, board games are not especially good for the environment. They tend to use a lot of card, often have way more packaging and components than they need, and they tend to ship from China to the States and then back out again to backers. Prosperity can't avoid all of that, but the team has actively and aggressively tried to minimise that. For example, they've looked at how to wrap the games for freight shipping, and they're using an old technique to avoid shrink-wrapping bundles of the games, and the result is less plastic, and it's better for wholesale dealers who don't have to deal with whole pallet units at a time. If you're interested in the other steps the card game has taken to be green, check out the blog's full review or go directly to the innovative Kickstarter. Another innovative Kickstarter is The Darkest House from Monty Cook Games. Monty Cook and the team promised us a whole new type of RPG product. The Darkest House is interesting in its own right, but I will leave it to you to decide whether it's different enough from the virtual first Burn Bright or the digital toolkit of Cortex Prime. The Darkest House is a virtual first digital toolkit designed to let you drop a haunted house scenario into your current campaign. It comes with its own rules, charmingly known as the house system, as it's more straightforward to convert to it from any system than the other way around. There is a PDF for players, but the GMs get a product designed to be run from your screen with a point-and-click tools for selecting text to send to the players or images to share. And you know, if we stick with the online play and finding a balance with traditional tabletop play, we find ourselves in a rather interesting contrast between two large gaming conventions this year. The UK Games Expo is sticking to the dates of July 30 to August the 1st for this year, despite not having all the space they usually have and their hotel partner being closed. Today, half the adults in the UK have had their COVID-19 vaccines, at least the first dose, so perhaps the world will feel a very different place by July. Perhaps we'll be raring to go. Now, in comparison, Gen Con has moved back in the year to mid-September, but vaccine rollout is further behind in the States. However, what Gen Con is doing is a hybrid convention. Gen Con at home will also run. It will be a virtual convention. And I think this is terrific news. I hope all major conventions do this in the future. It's in their interest to do so, and it helps them become media properties in their own right. Furthermore, Gen Con will also run pop-up stands in some retailers and turn Gen Con week into a visit your local gaming store week. And that's a brilliant branding decision. What's not worked out for Gen Con is the dates they've had to pick or had to use. It clashes with a Jewish holiday. That, I'm told, prohibits travel. Now, I don't think it's up to a convention to tell you how or whether to be religious, but it certainly is a big enough clash that Gen Con should have seen it coming and preemptively planned for it. And they agree, and have apologised and said as much. 
As a reminder, Geek Native runs a convention calendar. If you check it out and spot something missing, please let me know. If I do go to a convention in Meatspace this year, then I wish I had some Oomcraft dice to bring with me. They are eyeballs. Oomcraft have a complete range of gaming dice that contain floating eyeballs. They've tackled the balance issue as well as they can, and with weights, those eyeballs are always looking up at you, no matter how the dice roll. Yes, I know this is perhaps a visual story better suited to the blog than the podcast, but I couldn't help myself. Dice! Eyeballs! If you do go to a convention this year, dice eyeballs or not, and get a chance to play Skycrawl, then I recommend taking the chance. Skycrawl is a game from Aaron A. Reed in which characters can travel from one floating land to another, flying through an infinite sky. Hex crawls let people explore a map, dealing with each hex they visit. Skycrawl is the same, but for a sky where the lands can float off and the sentient suns might get angry at you. You can read the full review on the blog. On the other hand, if getting out to a gaming convention simply isn't on the cards this year, and you're interested in geeky things to do at home, Games Workshop is thinking of you. The War Games Company has hired Finn Arneson to lead Warhammer Entertainment. Arneson comes from Hasbro Studios, where he was VP of Global Distribution and Development. In other words, making shows that can be sold around the world. Games Workshop already has a TV show in the works from the studio that made X-Files and The Man in the High Castle. We can expect more. And we already know that Hasbro is pitching multiple D&D shows. There are several shows coming to Netflix, which I think look really interesting. Isn't that usually the case, though? I'll pick just one to highlight. The Irregulars. The Irregulars are a young street gang who occasionally get work from a pair of suspicious characters, and this gets them caught up in supernatural danger. The dodgy characters they usually deal with is a sinister chap called Dr. Watson, and the gang knows even less about his mysterious partner, a man called Holmes. Outside Netflix, there's an anime called D-Side Tremere that caught my eye. It may never leave Japan, so I have every reason to keep my hopes in check. It clearly has some Cthulhu mythos inspiration. It is set in a world where scared people strike packs with unnatural creatures who warp reality. And while this sounds quite Lovecraftian, the anime trailer is also full of large swords and high schoolers. If it comes to the West, we'll have to find out just how mythos the anime feels. Now, let's finish up with some bits of blog news. First up, There's a thank you to Geek Native's $5 patrons. A Battle of the Bands-style D&D adventure was released this week, and qualifying patrons will get a free copy of Tourmaline Valley Tritonia. Thanks to Floating Goat Games, there's a physical copy of the Savage World The After RPG to give away. Check out Geek Native's coverage of Tales from the Trail, the Kickstarter project to fund a sourcebook of The After Adventures for details. You will find the links in the show notes. Lastly, in bundle news, Daedalic Entertainment turns 15 this month. You can get 20 of their games for about 10 bucks from Humble Bundle, but only for the next two weeks. On that note, let's wrap there, so please keep safe, pop into the Discord server if you want to chat, and see you next week.